0: Hello everyone, I'm your host, Light, and welcome to Lighter day Saint. One of the greatest gifts we have been given is to live in a time of great modern advancements in technology. Mendicinal improvements allow people to live despite life-threatening illnesses. Scientists have countless tools at their disposal to help others in desperate situations, such as war, famine, droughts, and mass plagues. We have pocket computers on us at all times that can access countless pieces of information at the touch of a button. We keep in contact with those around us, and even those in countries many thousands of miles away. Yet, with the improvement of technology, we need a guide to proper use for it. A tool is only as useful as its handler after all, so we must become skilled in how best to utilize our modern day electronics. It's the very last of my earlier points that I would like to focus on today keeping in contact with others around the globe. Through the likes of phone calls, texting, and the many, many platforms for social media, we have wonderful opportunities to spread good if we choose to do so. Consider the words of Elder David A. Bednar, who in 2015 offered up four guidelines for social media posting. First, he advised us to be authentic, noting that discipleship is best shown as a pattern of action. He explicitly stated, our content should be trustworthy and constructive, and anonymity on the internet is not a license to be inauthentic. Look at your previous posts and ask yourself what kind of message you send to others. Does your history show integrity and Christ-like love? Or, in other words, and again referring to Elder Bednar's address, who will people decide you are if all they know is what is on your social media page? Secondly, he advised we use social media to edify and uplift, and that we should avoid seeking to argue, debate, condemn, or belittle. We should be eager to share the gospel, but it should stem from a natural concern and love for others. When defending our beliefs, Remember the words of Elder Jeffrey R. Holland. Defend your beliefs with courtesy and with compassion, but defend them. Otherwise, as disciples, our purpose should be to use social media channels as a means of projecting the light and truth of the restored gospel of Jesus Christ. The third is to respect copyright and intellectual property, including making it clear all thoughts are our own and we're not spokespeople for the church. The fourth and last is a reminder to be vigilant. The internet never forgets is a common mantra for a reason. Because it's true. Remember that what you say will last forever, so treat it that way. Now let's take a look at some of the ways we can wisely use social media in simple yet uplifting ways. First, we can obviously take the example of the general authorities who have their own social media accounts. If we are seeking to act as Christ would, studying the ways his modern apostles work would prove advantageous. Sharing their messages is likewise a valuable endeavor. Looking to our own membership, many have created their own means of sharing messages. Countless wonderful YouTube channels, blogs, and podcasts exist, such as the podcast you're listening to right now, each spread the gospel in their own unique way. The uniqueness hardly ends there. One faithful member followed a prompting for the 2020 April Fast, which eventually led to the creation of the Worldwide Unified Facebook group. Today, it is a universal place for faiths of all kinds to find uplifting content and support. One couple in Arizona created the Book of Mormon 365 Instagram account, featuring a daily reading assignment from said book, with many sharing their thoughts in this wonderful study group. Many, many others are seeking in good and proper ways to share their love of the gospel to others. I cannot describe them all, but I salute those who stand by the standards Elder Bednar has established, for these are the Lord's standards. Let us take on Elder Bednar's invitation to sweep the earth with messages filled with righteousness and truth. Messages that are authentic, edifying, and praiseworthy. Let us utilize these wonderful tools to develop our Christ-like characteristics as we work by inspiration. Let us go on in so great a cause. Yet, before I close, I feel the need to give a final word. I'm saddened I even need to mention this, but I've seen too much to not speak on it. While social media can prove a wonderful tool, it can also be disastrous and dividing. The same means by which we lift others up can be used to stir up contention in the hearts of our fellow men. I've seen countless examples of both good and bad, and for this reason have sought to remind from the words of Elder David A. Bednar how we should act in both private and public discourses, especially on our social media outlets. I would remind our fellow saints that there are essential things that we treat with sacredness, even as the world is not. Part of being that peculiar people comes from how we deal with these matters. With this in mind, and I am sincerely saddened this neat suggestion, May I kindly ask that we mind the commandments and words of our prophets in how we speak of such things? Let us avoid making a mockery of that which is sacred, especially in including the Lord, His atonement, and especially His atoning blood. I cannot describe every means by which we may bend or break our standards, for even as King Benjamin stated, there are divers ways and means, even so many that I cannot number them. Let us then watch ourselves and our thoughts and our words and our deeds and observe the commandments of God and continue in the faith of what we have heard concerning the coming of our Lord, even unto the end of our lives. I've often considered the words of present David O. McKay, who wisely noted, I never make a decision without asking myself, how will I explain this to the Savior when I meet him? To put a more modern take on this, imagine standing before your maker and you're required to give an accounting for every post, comment, image, and otherwise anything that is shared on social media by you. Would that change how you interact with others? Would your comedic quips be considered improper? Would you feel embarrassed before he who allowed you freedom with your lips? I would sincerely hope not. Nevertheless, please consider this episode before your next post. I must also warn that we should not seek to take precedence over our leaders when giving our messages. Do you know why I have that disclaimer at the end of every episode, the one where I state that myself and anyone else on the show are merely expressing opinions, and that word from authorities is what we should consider doctrine? Do you know why I list off the website of our church each time? It's because what myself and many others are doing, good as it may be, cannot replace the pure doctrine from heaven itself. We are not His divinely appointed servants to give guidance over the church. The head of the church has already selected men who are, as well as those who will be after they are gone. It is His church, and I would not pretend for a moment that anyone besides those who lead it under Christ's direction even our own general authorities, have the authority for the entire body of this faith. I also note this because there is the possibility that some may choose to listen only to what I have to say, where I am a flawed man. I seek to live by the Spirit each day, but I am simply a man trying to make the world a better place. I don't have the divine authority to receive revelation for such a prospect as the men who lead the Church. If you do find something valuable in what I have to say, I'm very glad. Please don't misunderstand, I'm grateful. I just don't want you to listen only to what I say. I encourage study of the sources from which I've studied, alongside fervent prayer, fasting, attendance to the church and temple, and all the other steps necessary to keep the Spirit close in our lives. It is also by living close to the Spirit that we will know which voices we should listen to. There are many, and sadly, I've seen many wonderful people who spread the gospel, even gospel influencers, so to speak, who have fallen victim to any number of pitfalls. It's the reason I haven't mentioned any other channels, blogs, podcasts, or accounts, because by sad observation, I've seen far too many fall. Now, while I would have you understand the very real issues we face today, I don't wish to end this episode on a grim note, so let me quote something that will hopefully inspire you, a quote from President Howard W. Hunter. In recent years, we have begun using information technology to hasten the sacred work of providing ordinances for the deceased. The role of technology in this work has been accelerated by the Lord himself, who has had a guiding hand in its development and will continue to do so. However, we stand only on the threshold of what we can do with these tools. I feel that our most enthusiastic projections can capture only a tiny glimpse of how these tools can help us, and of the eternal consequences of these efforts. This quote came from March of 1995. We are getting close to nearly three decades since this quote was given at a time when computers at the time could barely store less than a tenth of a percent of what most smartphones today store, when the internet was still primitive enough that the idea of streaming general conference without a television satellite would be preposterous, and during an era when the thought of having the scriptures readily available to us at any time using a computer that would easily fit in your pocket would be considered science fiction. During a time like this, the then-President of the Church looked onward and saw a brighter future. Indeed, he saw our future. It is a time of great opportunity that countless generations before have prophesied of, and we get to be a part of it. Let us ensure we not only make them proud, but our Father in Heaven as well. It's here I will leave you for now, God bless, and have a wonderful evening. Lighter day Saint is a podcast themed after discussing doctrines of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Though the author is a faithful member of the Church, he makes no claims to be a representative for the Church, neither himself, nor anyone that may be featured on the show, is a spokesperson for the church. All opinions expressed belong solely to their respective persons. Any word from the general authorities of the church supersedes the word of the host or his guests. For more information, please visit churchofjesuschrist.org or come unto christ.org. Thank you as always for listening. I hope today's episode has made your day better. Have a wonderful one, and if you enjoy what you hear, share it with your friends and family. We're available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music, as well as YouTube, where you can ask questions, give feedback, and share spiritual thoughts. Whenever we may see you next, may your week be full of goodness and light.